Hey, Joe, your Pet Boys Tech here. Over the years, I've helped a lot of customers keep their vacations safe. Just a little prevention is always better than risking your trip. So stop by Pep Boys and save 50 bucks off any Wagner Premium Brake Service. And before you travel, we'll check your fluids and alignment, as well as rotate and fill your tires for free. Pep Boys uses the highest quality brands for the best prices around. You have my word. Offer through May 27th with mail-in rebate. Free services for rewards members. See restrictions at PepBoys.com. Blog Talk Radio. And I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live hey, Music. Hey, this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jackson, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is and I love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, this is Naomi Thumb, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue. And we love AVA Live Radio. Welcome, welcome, everyone. This is your host, Jacqueline Jacks, for Behind the Music on AVA Live Radio. This is episode number 562, where we talk about the hustle, the grind, everything going on in the music business, and so much more. I mean, let's just face it. It is a very impactful place these days. It always was, but more so that they are so in control of many, many more things in their lives from controlling the hustle and what is going to come of it to making a mainstay, making an impact with music. Now, we all know that there's a struggle no matter what you do if you're building your business. And that struggle and those hurdles are things that we need to learn from. And hopefully, you'll not only get to experience music here, but you'll get to hear about how people build their platforms, how people build their empires in music and in entertainment. Now, a lot of these things, since it's happening on social media, really do cross over into any kind of business because we're all building personal brands. And I think that is a huge part of the conversation that we're going to jump into today. GI Out the Gate is going to join us on the show. Yukno is coming on and Recon all coming up next on AVA Live Radio with Jacqueline Jacks. First song for you, a little bit of work, just what I'm talking about. This is G.I. Out the Gate. Money, babe. Get it all out the dirt. I was upstate, beat down. Why they twerk on a hot phone? 
shit when I bite, when I lock on. Glocks out, man, need coming through, they better hope that they not home. I'm from the city where they might go. You doing us, what am I yearn? Time burning in a hot box. She wanna be more later, but she a thot thot. Mom's in the kitchen, super gumbo out of crock pot. We eat good, hit the hood, that's a hot spot. She's there on a block with a drink in the drop top. Free my n****, I wish I could see him right now. Rest in peace to my n****, told me never take a for a week. And if it's beef, hit him right now. Second, it's a python, riding around the city, I'm tripping, I got the lights on. Pull up on the heater with the lights off. You online, you gag, knock his lights off. It get dirty, can't clean it up with no lights off. I can turn the fan the same color as the Hulk and it works. I can get it in both, she hit the club and she twerk. They breaking the oath, that's a school to wish a couple big fuss over. I caught a murder and they, they change it to manslaughter. All in the mirror, she telling me hit it harder. Slapping for the back, I'm beating it like a father. Won't take it to system, gon' father. Raised in a swamp with alligators and shells wrong. Tell my kids I ain't quitting till they pull on. I get excited for the money, gotta hold on. Team Lord, keep a chance to y'all alone. I like I New Orleans. 
It's a good place. I, I remember, you know, before, of course, they had storms and everything. They, I used to walk down the the main street in New Orleans. What's that street called? It's the main street. Uh, where Canal, all Bourbon Street. Probably, yeah, probably about, Canal. Yeah, you're talking about Bourbon Street, Canal Street. Maybe Bourbon Street, right. And, and I remember yep. there was a great little um, – cafe there that we used to go to and I wish I could remember the name of it. It was like really famous. And I the, and we used to go probably. I would say so. It, it might be I, got I mean the, the and all that. The, yes. powder, you know, powder donuts That's like. it. All the fancy nonsense. <laughs> yeah. The live, the live band playing while you're eating your food and stuff. It's nice. They <laughs> do. Yeah. And then I used yeah. to walk down the street and buy all those masks. You know, I always remember the masks. Yeah, At one yeah. point, I had yep. so many of them, <laughs> really weird ones, too. I'm telling you. Yeah, it was crazy out here yesterday. Like, it was Mardi Gras, you know, was celebrated yesterday, uh, February 13th, and it was it was crazy. Yeah. Man. Yep. Oh, my so, goodness. That's a, a nutty place to be. You had a good time. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. The um, What's it like for you? Because you've been, you've been in Atlanta. And then you transition, and you you're in New Orleans. Did you go from Atlanta to New Orleans right away, or is there another place in between? And why did you why did you make that move? Now I originally was in New Orleans uh, after Katrina when the uh, storm hit. I had mm-hmm. got moved to Atlanta. Uh, actually, oh, I first okay. got moved to North Carolina, and then from North Carolina I went to Atlanta, and that's when I really started messing with the music a lot. So. Uh, yeah, it's a big business there. My mom actually moved back to to Louisiana, and you know I'm the, I'm the baby out of the three brothers, so I kind of follow my mama back home. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, but, no, that's um, good for you. you. Know, but um, I don't know. I like it at home though too. You know what I'm saying? I, I was shot out of Atlanta. Though. I love Georgia. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'm kind of yeah. home about it, so I went back home. But working on the music now, you know what I'm saying? I knew I needed, you know. I need to position myself back out and into a place like Atlanta and be, you know, get out more with the music. But at the time, you know, I love my city. I'm not against, I'm not against Atlanta. Everything <laughs> loves. <laughs> well, you know, there's two ways of going, right? I mean, yesterday I talked to another artist that is in Atlanta. And, you know, Lucas and I had a conversation that was a lot about how he uses social media to brand, not as much right. about industry. And I always use social media for industry because I feel like that is where I can reach the world, you know? So to me, it's branding, yes, but it's industry. So no matter where you are, we're in a position right now where you don't actually have to, you don't have to be at all the performances, although it's good to right, be right. at them, right? Because you can make on the ground contacts. But really, if you stay in the eye line of people often and you really target mm-hmm. who it is you want to reach, you can do more on social media than you can by one meeting. Right. But then again, if right. you make a good impression, right. right, it can all happen for you. So like there's two two right. lines of thinking now that we have available. And if you're not yeah, in Atlanta, that is, that's, that's, what's up? I say, yeah, that's true. Exactly what you're saying. That, that is true because you never know. You might go to an open mic or a performance you booked or something, and it might have, you know, 50 people in a building, and you might live stream rapping to yourself or something, you might have 10,000 people watching you. So, you know, it's all on right. you, what you what you feel like is more valuable at the moment. But you you exactly right about that. Like, it's, you know, the, the Internet is gone so 
you know, upstream nights where you can sit at home and make yourself popular, you know what I'm saying, if you're doing it with the right yeah. person and, you know, you got the right you marketing plan. <laughs> I know. It's craziness, right? And the music's really like your vehicle now. I mean, before, we used to look at music. Actually, to tell you the truth, even from years and years and years ago, the music wasn't actually the moneymaker ever. Because before, there were so many people taking pieces of it to get an artist into the mainstream that by the time it reached the artist, you used up all the money the music made. you know, And you were getting fractions anyway. So... It, right, you had right. to sign deals where you signed it away anyway, you know, and, and by the time you got it into the distributors and the CDs were on the shelves, all of that picked away at the music royalties. So we're kind right. of in the same True. spot we always were. It's just different. Today, you have more control. You can actually launch yep. your merchandise. You can build your brand, right? And and the yep. music. Yep. And they actually I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. And you actually what? Jump in. They actually get to see you going through the process. You know what I'm saying? When you when you when you streaming that mm-hmm. and you on the internet branding yourself, you know what I'm saying? You you you, you want to show the ups and downs, so you know they actually get to see the process of you. You know what I'm saying? Putting your work out there and getting it out there. As far as you know, the some some people in the industry want to make it look as good as it can. You know what I'm saying? And it may not mm-hmm. actually be like that. You know, you might be a struggling artist, but you know they gonna make your single come out. and You are gonna look like you own. You know what I'm saying? So true. Yeah. Let's talk about the filtering a little bit because, you know, there's been controversy, filtering versus non-filtering. And I, I believe in filtering to a point. You know, I think that many, many deals have been lost for me with artists because they don't filter enough on their social media pages. And even when you get to a level where you're working with management, the first thing they want to do is filter some of the content because they know that the wrong impression is actually not going to work in your favor. It's going to make you look, you know, like there's not stability there. And then therefore people don't want to work. So there is a little filtering that has to happen. What is your take on it? You know, I mean, is it, as you document, what kind of filter goes through your process? What do you mean in general by filtering? You know, like, for instance, if you're going to have your Instagram account and you're going to put every moment of the day on it, what makes the cut for you and represents you well? And what do you say, you know what, that's just not something I want on there. I'm not going to be proud of that. You know, I don't want my kids to see it. I I don't really want that to represent my brand. Are you filtering in that way? Like, is there ever a process of which you decide to push, you know, launch or post or not? Right, I, I ain't gonna lie. One time, I I did think like you know just all out like you know I'm just gonna post whatever. But over the recent time, you can see now my part might have like fifteen, twenty posts up on my Instagram at G out the gate. But um, I do think about that now because I I try to think about it. You know, it's, my music is more on a professional level now. You don't want to put everything out there. You know what I'm saying? Because to some people, it's yeah. not gonna look good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you not only you know, entertaining that audience you think you entertaining, you know what I'm saying? You got different people you touching, so you you can actually lose people by posting the wrong type of content, you know what I'm saying? So I try I to keep it as, like, on a business, like, on, on a music level, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I want people to, 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 to see me for myself, you know what I'm saying? Um, I do. I don't really per- post too much personal stuff anymore, you know what I'm saying? But, um... I just try to keep it, you know, straight to the point as, as, as if someone was looking 
that's into music. That's uh, let's check out this artist. What well, is he posting music content? And you know, uh, it might be something a, a bar I said, or you know what I'm saying, a line I said to reflect how I felt about that moment, or just on some promotional stuff. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. um, I've been like, like you said, I I, I kind of like recently been looking at the the social media is like, man, that's a that's a big marketing tool. You know what I'm saying? That's you got to got to promote off of that. You know, you got to promote mm-hmm. off of that. So that's how I really feel about that. I mean, it's tempting, right? (laughs) Once you get used to it, you get into this place where it's tempting just to make it a dumping ground for everything and see what sticks. But then you have to back off. You do. To me, I don't know. To people, you know, on a professional, I don't know. But some people jump up there in the gym with, um, you know, with guns all over their stuff and everything. I don't knock nobody for doing what they do. But, you know, they might be (laughs) on tomorrow. You know, it's like, I don't know, like, do the industry what you want? You want me up on here showing all my guns, or you want me being professional? So it, it, I don't know. Sometimes it get confusing, you know what I'm saying? But I don't go off for how nobody else made it, you know what I'm saying? I just, you know, look at all the angles. But me personally, I'm gonna keep it professional because I'm not about to get pulled up on, you know, on live. Good for you. Uh, yeah, right. Taking a little bit out of Kendrick Lamar. I mean, like he's he's one of those artists that he doesn't really want to promote that. The, it's glory for the gangster rap movement that this is really just a yeah, fad right. and it's going to move through. Right. And, you know, what are you going to be left with? What kind of brand are you going to have? So you got to kind of take the high road. What is your idea of the ultimate brand that you want to build? Like where you take your music and kind of roll it into a ball right now and think of how it's making an impact. Is it impacting people or is it meant to impact people culturally is it meant to be just a day-to-day journey and a documentation of your life, or how is it? How is it looking for you? What does that shape up like? Thing is, like mostly, like the things I'm going through right now, I'm about to really release like my first like mixtape to like mymixtape.com, and the things I've been going through over the past year too. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of balled up in this mixtape. As mm-hmm. for my whole music career, you know what I'm saying, I wanted to, you know, people to look at it like, you know, any other person that they, they came from a struggle, but more of in a, a, on an inspiring level, you know what I'm saying? I don't want, you know, if you hear a song I put out right now, you feel like it might be a little, you know, on the rough side, you know, he shouldn't have did that, that can influence young people. Don't look at it like, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. It's my whole movement. That's how I'm feeling right now. That's what I'm going through, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not going yeah. to filter that music. I'm not going to filter what I'm going through in my music. So, you know, mm-hmm. somebody else, because my music is how I really feel, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to reach that stardom level to where I can, you know, do like the other rappers in the game that's out there, you know, giving back to the community, just building foundations, helping, you know what I'm saying, these younger kids and not just influencing them to do, you know, things to get them in trouble early. So, I don't know right. when I come like that on a track or a song, like I'm doing that, you know what I'm saying? Because people that know me know me, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, you know, a really humble person, you know what I'm saying? So the whole the whole thing is to inspire the, the younger generation, you know what I'm saying? I'm not with all that, you know what I'm saying, promoting the violence. But in my music, you're going to hear some violence because I've been through violence. You know what I'm saying? There's sure. violence where I live at. But, you know, I'm not into promoting that and that's what's up, that's what's popping, the, the guns and uh, I ain't doing that. I'd rather make something creative, you know, move it like a something before I, you know, put somebody in the, you know, on that level. And that's good, though. I mean, it's good that 
it's not good that you had to go through those things, but we all go through something. And if you can take right. what you've been through and you can learn from it and know the difference, you know, it now becomes the the qualifier of your music. It now becomes the, you know, this is why you can trust what I'm saying because I have been there and I'm speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. You want to, you know, you want to build mm-hmm. something that you're proud of, not be stuck in jail and saying that um, right. I can't make music right now because I've got to wait until I can get out and get my freedom right. back. So like, you know, right. it becomes like, right. What's more important in life. And right, yep. I think that that's what makes the biggest impact is using your story to be able to do that. Do you ever, do you ever feel like the work ethic gets in the way of making the music? Cause it's obvious, you know, it's, it's oh, a business, definitely. right? Building, getting, oh, getting the yeah. attention for what you've made is a lot of work. And it, right. because so it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's right. just a you lot of work. Making, you keep making music, you know what I'm saying? But you're not even done with the promotional side of the, the last music you just made. So, you know, you, it, it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? To even stop writing music sometimes. I get mad at myself for writing sometimes because it'd be like, man, I got to work on how I'm going to market this, how I'm going to promote this, how I'm going to, you know, get out here and, you know, when's the right time to do this? And, you know what I'm saying? You just want to keep making music and writing and being in a studio, but it's not just about that. You know, that's yeah. making music part to me is like maybe 10% of it. You know what I'm saying? It's got so much I else to trying to get it, it out there and get it done. Well, I mean, for you right now, because you're making good music, quality music, you know your direction, you know what you should sound like, and you know how to get there, mm-hmm. then it can move into the 10%, right? At first, though, it's got to be like 90% because you can't get the music right and do all the marketing. So it's better to get the music right first and know what you're doing, have your, your way of what you get to that sure, point. Sure. Right, so you gotta, and then you, you can flip flop it. Right, right, yeah. At least quality music, you know. But I don't Very know, true. To own. Everybody might not feel, you know, my music, uh, you know. But don't just think, you know, you're not making quality music. If you're coming from the heart and you're making some music, man, you know that's your music. It's good music. Get a few people to feel it. You know what I'm saying? And go with the flow. But, you know, don't be out here. You know, be. I like that. And stuff don't be a non-starter. I like that. Yeah. So true. Unless you release, right? And this is a great conversation to have because unless you release, you'll never know. You can't keep it in the box forever. It's just got to come out. And even if you hate it later, (laughs) it shows growth (laughs) and development. And everybody started there, you know? Right. But you you might get some comments you ain't expect. You know, you might think it's not all that to do. You know what I'm saying? You put it out there and you might, man, damn, people like this, you know? Surprise. Yeah. Surprise. So true. It motivates you to do some more. It don't, it so don't better. Affect that song. It motivates mm-hmm. you to keep, you know, moving on. You know it I does. I struggles and losses, you know, uh, uh, you know, stuff like in the wrong to, to make me do better. Don't, don't let it pull you down. You know, let it pick you up. Good for you. I'm so glad that you do. <laughs> and that's important. It's important to not let the struggles get you down and to use them as a way to to motivate you, you know, to know right, that it's a learning struggle, experience. You know, like, like the, you know, like criticism too. You can't, you know, you can't let that eat you up. You know, not only is struggle, oh, is everybody goes to struggle, like you said. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you have you have people that that's not gonna feel your music. You know what I'm saying? You have some that's gonna feel your music. But as long as you out there really pushing your music and you hustling, I'm always gonna say, I respect his hustle. I might not, you know, like a 
you know, a certain artist, I ain't going to say no name. I might not like his music. I might not like his new song. But I'm always going to give a man his, you know, I, I respect his hustle. He out there. He owns. So he did something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So I, if you're always doing that, if you're always hustling and pushing yourself and, and trying to get it out there, good things going to come. You know, if you just think you're the best rapper and you're going to sit at home and rap in the closet and somebody going to sign you, it's not going to happen. I do. Really go out there and hustle like the next person. I love that, and I'm so glad you said that. You know, I hope everybody's listening that really wants to make this happen because it does require that, you know. I mean, you have obviously been influenced by a lot of great people, and and you keep your eye on on certain people that are just making it happen, and they're gold in this industry, right? I mean, who influences you the most? Uh, And what have you learned from them? So like on a um on the artist level right now that's out. I don't know, you know, I'm from Louisiana, so I'm watching like um I was always most inspired by like um Max, Labusi, um, Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? But right now and as a recent, how Kevin Gates came in, um, how the NBA coming in. But Kevin Gates over time I didn't really know about Kevin I didn't know about Kevin Gates to satellites. So I really had to go back and listen to his music, but that's that's a good thing because this dude built up his fan base underground so crucial to when he came out. It's like the whole world, you know what I'm saying, attached to him into where, you know, what he dropped now is, you know, it's going to pop. But, um, yeah. Got, you know, I don't know. I don't want just like, like, take for instance. And I like, I like designer, like Panda. When Panda dropped, it came so quick. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. Panda. You know, you, you got to come with something right behind that at the same level, so cool. Uh, you know, we not we might not feel it because I didn't know about you, but Gates crept in the game, like, you know what I'm saying? So I had to go back and listen to stuff. And it's just different ways you could come in. I don't want to be like an overnight success, you dig, but I want everybody to feel me, you know what I'm saying, throughout my process to when I come in, you know what I'm saying? You are you already know what I'm hitting for. I ain't just popping overnight. I'm not, you know. Right, so, right. Now, see, way, how important way, is that? That's getting back to the, you know, the 80-20 rule, right? 20% music, 80% marketing, and but it's flip-flopped until you get the music right. Like how much, how important, I actually already know the answer to this, but I want to know if you know the answer to this. How important is it to have follow-through on new music once you release? Oh, yeah. You know, like that's it, that's you it. have to keep bringing it, right? Because you can't just yeah, you rely, you can't build it without more. Especially today. Yeah, you gotta just keep keep being consistent. You know what I'm saying? It, even mm-hmm. if you feel like you gotta just start down and you know start over and put out stuff and start over, you just keep keep being consistent with it and um keep dropping because you don't never know when you're gonna make that hit. You know what I'm saying? You might right. think it's a regular song. You know, I so heard true. I don't know how true it is, but I believe he bought the panda beat off. You know, from somebody for maybe two, three hundred dollars. You know, you just did the song and. And next thing you know, yeah. it pops like that. So that can happen with anybody. You know, it can happen to you. It can happen to anybody. So there you, know you go. Don't, don't doubt yourself. You know. It's good advice. It's really good advice. I hope you guys are listening because this is a lot deeper than you'd ever think. I mean, it's not about thinking in your mind that you're releasing hit after hit. It's about getting really good quality content out there and believing in every piece and giving every piece a push and a try because you just don't know. I, I can honestly say I have had songs where I actually thought, wow, this is the stronger song. We release them both. And then bam, the one that I thought wasn't the stronger song, but was 
big on the content and the message, it might not have had the hook. That one ended up right, being the big right. push, right? So, like, you just don't yeah. know. You just have to keep making and keep producing and putting it out there. That's exactly how I feel. I feel that. Way. Good stuff. Whatever. Yeah, very good stuff. This has been awesome. I'm so glad we got to catch up today and made it to the show. So thanks for being here. And, you know, congratulations you. on making it through Mardi Gras. You lived. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real, for real. Thank you, Ms. Jackson. I appreciate it. You're welcome. GI out the gate with work. And isn't that just so true? You got to put in that work, guys. That was a great conversation. You know, a lot more mindful of the brand than you realize and being on it daily and putting that work ethic into getting yourself out there. That's where it's at. That's where these artists are doing it. That's the grind. You know, once you get your music right and you know how to produce music or be able to produce music, you either save it up. And get out there and just kill it and have a great release strategy. Or you keep making music and you get yourself to a point where you can produce. And that is going to help you. But aside from that, it's important to be mindful of the impact that social media has in this whole process. It's not about selling that one track. Because, listen, there's always been money taken away from royalties since day one it's always been pieced out and fractions have have come away from artists all the way through so streaming is just another way of which you know today they're they're letting you put it out there but therefore they're taking you know the lion's share i hear and i did a news report that 40 percent more is going to be paid back to the artists over the next few years so it is going to get better there but that was never the money maker to begin with it was always about the brand and the endorsements and the merchandise and the you know and that kind of ticket sales all those things rolled into one that's what you should be thinking of that's the work ethic that's the music gateway is that music is like in the top five of things that will never go out of style and will always be, you know, something that people want and consume. So as long as you keep giving that, you're bringing your thoughts and your ideas to the table. But to make it a business, you've got to think bigger than just the music. You've got to think about the merchandising and the brand. And that's what we're talking about. I'll be right back after this. No, U-K-N-O. We got to get this brand down. Thinking is the name of the song on Behind the Music with Jacqueline Jacks. We'll be right back after this. I've been thinking a lot, wondering why. Don't understand, and I'm looking for some. Dear, dear, dear God, please forgive me. You know what I've been thinking, you know what I've been wishing for, sometimes I think you don't listen, it's hard but really I'm wishing, some people think that I'm tripping, I tried to be the same one to them but I realize I don't fit in, I'm not the same and I know it, I guess I'm just an exception, I'm lost and nobody knows it, is this just a life lesson, I really hope I don't blow it, I'm just trying to leave an impression, leave something back for my family, the ones down for me man I'm stressing, it's all good but ain't all good, money hungry they waiting on me Think you got it misunderstood Ain't nobody here They gon' take it from me Small circle I thought I could Trust no one really It's basics homie It's one man against all men And I would homie That's saying something I've been thinking a lot Wondering why Don't understand And I'm looking for signs Trying to get by Wanna rewind Wanna go back 
Um, I, I didn't realize I had a lot to say until I started writing it down, you know. <laughs> um, so funny. So. Isn't that true? Yeah, yeah. very true. And is, what's it like to go from beat maker to song maker? I mean, it's it's a whole different scenario, right? Because now you're thinking past mm-hmm. just, yeah. you know, a loop. You're thinking of, like, the whole song structure, the vocal, what it's going to sound like, you know, mixing the two, mm-hmm. and you being everything to it, to the song. Yeah. It's a lot more... I don't know. I guess it's a lot more. Um, you, you absorb a lot more of the, you know, the pain. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's been feeling like that. Yeah. I think um, you know, as I, I, it's a whole different side of it because like I'll, I'll, I'll be sitting here just, you know, listening to beats, you know, trying to come up with a song. Um, and I just, you know, I'll, I'll I mean, I just kind of sit there for a while, and I already kind of know what I want to say. It's just like I said, it's hard to write it down, and you know, make it sound right. Um, but I mean, up until now, it hasn't been. Hasn't been too hard. I think it just kind of comes because even as I'm making beats, I'm always just kind of freestyling in my head, or I'm just kind of making stuff up. And you know, there's always concepts that I want to, you know, work on. So um, it's just cool to be able to just have like my own library of, you know, you know, things that I want to do. And um, but definitely, it's just been it's been a little more different because I'm not used to just kind of promoting myself as much like that. Because usually, you know, if you have a beat, you know, that does itself. You know, the artist usually will be like, oh, produced by, and that that does its own promotion on its own. But yeah. now I just kind of have to put myself out there. So, and I am just, you know, kind of getting that foundation laid out. So I'm hoping to just keep, keep, keep it positive and keep it going and, you know, release new music as it comes. And, you know, it's been, it's been good though. I, I, I'm really enjoying it, which is good. Cause like I said, I just been, I mean, I already, I, I, I work, I work full time and, you know, doing this and, you know, it's just mm-hmm. been, it's been crazy, <laughs> but I'm glad I still have right. time to so- do it. Making beats, well, is making beats now like your main thing and the and your own brand is your side hustle or has it flip-flopped? I mean, like... It's definitely... Think, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, yeah, I, I was just going to say that. Yeah, definitely, I think uh, making making beats has kind of took a little bit of a backseat um, just because mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'm going to be short on beats anytime soon. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> um, I do want to just brand out and, you know, get work with other producers. So, you know, that's what I've been trying to do, just, you know, work with other producers and... You know, because it's easy for me to jump on my own, but I just like to hear other people's sounds and stuff like that. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of what I'm doing. So definitely I think this has become the new side hustle right now is just to do this music and push as much as I can, um, you know, in a positive direction because I know it's hard as it is, you know. So um, I do. We'll I see do, how long yeah. it goes. It's a, and you have a you've got a, you know, right out of the gate and maybe it's because of your experience you know, in the industry and hearing so many of your beats create, you know, be a baseline for other things. So you have mm-hmm. probably a good, developed a good ear for things that you like and things the way that your, your beats will fit in, but you've created like a really bossy sound. It's, it's just like a takeover mm-hmm. kind of sound. Like I would think that your sound right now in this song is, become a signature now maybe it's not the signature you were going for but i really love it i think it stands out you know and i think that this is a sound that will be a mainstay for you like it will be Mm -hmm. something people will count on and want that bossy kind of deep vocal and you know that that a little bit of electronic right it's got a little bit of a mechanical feel to it yeah but in a way that like you know, like a rock movie, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean? it like, yeah. it's, it's got to be a big blockbuster kind of song. And that's the sound that I feel you've, you've captured. Mm. Was that what you were going for? Is that always what you wanted? I, mean, I think, um, I, I, you know, it's funny cause with this song, I mean, I've gotten, cause I released it originally on SoundCloud, you know, and, um, 
it, that thing just kind of started. I mean, I got almost 2,000 players, and it's just like it, that's the one that people are going to. So I didn't mean for it to come off like that. Honestly, like I'm telling you, I just I, I really did just write. I wrote down what I was feeling, and this is kind of what I felt with the beat, and I just kind of made it happen. So for me, it was just cool that people were like, hey, this sounds like, you know, like I can hear this like on the radio, and like this is like huge, and, and totally. like this is it. Mm-hmm. So this sounds like a song that like for, for people, if they, re- if they resonate to it like that, for me, like that's, I, I didn't mean to do that. I just, I'm glad that, like, they're capturing it like that so that I can use it as, like, to my advantage to be able to, you know, capitalize on that for, like, my next songs or my future projects because, you know, I didn't, I don't feel like, because um, I really do try when I write, you know. I, I don't like to, like, just kind of write, like, you know, because like, it's easy to just say whatever. So I really do try with my words. Like, if I write it down, I'm going to probably say it, and it's got to be good. I'm really picky about my, my lyrics, so. I'm I'm happy that you know if that's what came out of it that that's that's what it was because that's what I was trying to go for so I mean yeah I ended up like after the fact but so that's now cool, can you know? do Definitely. it again you know like can you do I mean, it again I, what's going to be the follow up to this song where you have that that capture right because you've got an mm-hmm. an essence is happening and there's just like a brand forming but it's a strong mm-hmm. really powerful brand so it's going to take a lot mm-hmm. for you to keep up with it because now you've yeah. got to figure out how to deliver this again but not in the same way mm-hmm. but equal to right so you're kind of going to continue yeah. to top yourself out but it's got to have like the content mm-hmm. it's got to be inspirational it's got to be forceful it's got to get people up i feel like your music yeah. is meant to get people out of their seat and get them into the grind get them working get yeah. them thinking you know what i mean and it's going to be that yeah. kind of motion i love that though about about you i think that people could count on that they could trust it if you were willing to give it and stick with that. Yeah. Man, I mean, I think, like you said, you know, I think for my next, I mean, I have, like, it's crazy because I have so many songs that, like, are just kind of, like, you know, taking a backseat right now because I am kind of let letting this play out. And then, and I do want to do a music video for it. I got that lined up. And um, I'm just kind of, like, I really want to develop the song, you know, even more. But at the same time, not mm-hmm. just let it get old. I just really want to keep pushing sure. and developing it more, but at the same time, you know, releasing new content. And so like next week, I, you know, I want to, I want to release a new song and um, I just want to make sure that at the same time, like you said, it's going to have the same energy, but I just didn't think that this song would be the one that I would have to like, kind of make sure that I'm, you know, I'm sticking close <laughs> to, you know? And so I'm happy that, you yeah. know, it is though, because it's actually one of my personal favorites too. So like, nice. um, I just want to, I want to kind of stay in that lane for a little bit and, you know, let that develop too. So. We'll see how I would. Part, I know, mean, are so. you going to develop merchandise around thinking? You know, like because mm-hmm. you've got you've got a really. Whenever I see a one word title, you know, and this is the same mm-hmm. as as with some of the other um, songs in the last few days that we've been we've been releasing. When you have that one mm-hmm. or two word title, and you have a song that's strong, then mm-hmm. you you have to you face a decision of do I go down the road of merchandise. You know, do I really start building a brand around this sound and this song and me as an artist and Mm. how I relate to this song and what kind of merchandise can reflect that that people can get their hands on and be part of that Mm. culture? Like, is it is it going to go there for you like that? Do you think Um, I think I think definitely with um, I do, like you said, kind of I want to develop also like my own personal branding, like as my artist name, you know, so I think using the, the song to do that would help. Um, I, I mm-hmm. just don't even know if I could do that with the song quite yet, just based on like I do I am just building a strong foundation. Yeah. And yeah. so maybe like in the next like couple months as long as, as I'm seeing it pick up, I can do definitely like a refresh of that. And um, you mm-hmm. know, like but I do wanna just, you know, do do with the branding, you know, of, of my actual brand. I, I do wanna do that just 'cause like like it will help and 
you know, um, I could see that developing just naturally. I mean, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know, you, right? We all face that. We all face that in marketing. We all face the thing of do we put the brand out in full force and show exactly what we're going to hit each time it mm-hmm. come out with like is it going to be a website is there going to be one song released at a time and is that song going to be promoted and backed up with not just the music video but all kinds of things mm-hmm. are you going to think that far ahead as we start yeah. to get exposure to people or are you just going to release the songs and let them go and then go on to the next and hope that that works out you know i mean I feel like the more impact, I'm just of the mind, the more impact you can make when you have something mm-hmm. good, the best, that's the best you can do. And that's the, that's the yeah. biggest movement that you can, you can bring on board. Like, it's kind of like this. Definitely. If I were on Instagram and I were just putting one sentence and one picture up, instead of thinking of the movement that I could create from that one piece of content. Would mm-hmm. things be different for me? Yeah. See what I mean? How would it be yeah, different? Definitely. Where would I stand out? And how would I be different by not doing that? And I always feel like it would weaken the message. It would weaken the ability to reach more people in a more impactful way. So it's not mm-hmm. that you should try to you know, market and capitalize on um, each song. But I think having the biggest presence you can when you have the music right from the beginning is never a bad mm-hmm. thing. It's just a work okay. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. That, that makes total sense. Can yeah. you stop the train and you, can you get on it? I, do you have the, yeah, the yeah. ability <laughs> to do it? You know what I mean? That's the big yeah. thing I think everybody faces. No, for sure. And, I mean, no, that's definitely something that's, you know, as I'm, as I'm picking up the pace a little bit more. Because um, I am, I, honestly, it is. I'm making, I'm making more time for it, you know, and, and that's because I want to. So I definitely want to, you know, make ensure that I'm kind of doing a lot of the marketing too because, um, and I know you just said earlier, it's like 20% music, 80%, um, you know, marketing. And, and I'm, re- I'm realizing that more and more as like, you know, when I'm you have the music and... good, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you've got your yeah. music good. So, I mean, I, yeah. I say that that's why it's different for everybody's story, <laughs> yeah. right? Because not everybody has their yeah. music right. <laughs> when the music's yeah. not right, then for you've got sure, to put yeah. 80% in. But you, you've already got your background, your history in the business. Mm. You've already been working here. You know what your sound is. You know, you've, you've reached yeah. that point. You know you're just going to evolve from here. It's going to keep growing. Mm. You're going to keep changing. But now you got to think. My 80%, where's my 80% going to go? Am I just going to like yeah. keep trying to acquire new followers on social media or am I going to really mm-hmm. think about the brand and how each song yeah. release has a statement to make and how can I get that statement to catch, yeah. right? How does this Definitely. become a movement rather than just a moment in time? That's yeah. the big thing. Definitely. And um, I've and used, like, actually like, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these, and um, I've had a couple of songs, you know, just like on my SoundCloud just up, but um, it hasn't really developed into like the full marketing that I, I want to do to it. So, you know, yeah. I, I know there's going to be more coming soon just, just based on what I know now. You will never have enough. Ago. You will never yeah. have enough, <laughs> ever. It will never yeah. be enough. There's never enough marketing. Everybody's always leaving so much on the table yeah. every time. You know, listen, y- y- we have a situation right now that we've never had before. We have a situation where you mm-hmm. can literally stay on Instagram every hour of the day if you wanted to and just keep drawing in new people. Yeah. But what are you drawing them to? 
That's the thing, yeah, you know, exactly. like when you go all in on Instagram and you utilize the platform, you utilize Twitter, Facebook, you've got the three mm-hmm. big ones. If you're going to put the time in, what value are you bringing to the table for that time? Like where's your return on investment? Is it just to hook a fan superficially on one song or is it, what are Mm -hmm. you bringing them? What are you trying to get them to come and see from you? Because the deeper you can go from the very beginning, I feel the more impactful you'll be from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's room for this. It never used to be like this. It used to be, very shallow in depth, but right now mm. we can go really yeah. deep on these pages. So yeah. I would encourage you, and I'm saying this only because I really like the music, and I think that you've got everything together. You've got your images. You you have a, a vision for what you want things to look like and sound like. So now you've mm. got to make that decision if you're really going to go all in here and work very, very hard at building that movement, that motion behind each one of these releases, or if you're just going to kind of stay a little bit more shallow until you feel like you've got an inventory, Mm. that's a decision you're going to have to make for yourself, but you are there. And I think that's the hard part. Yeah, I I do have an inventory. I have like, I said, I released all the time. I have like a whole, pretty much a whole mixtape done. I'm just kind of like, well, I just, I'm really actually at that point when you say that. Go deep. Yeah. I mean, don't hold back. You know, just do it. Yeah, Go deep. There's so many ways. You don't have to. You don't have to buy inventory. You can make inventory on these websites like Treadless or Threadless and all these yeah. different places. You can make inventory. You can set up a store. You can just, you know, sh- advertise the inventory on your social feeds, and it can become. Yeah. You know, you can wear it, right? And you have it on yeah. things that you would wear, and then brands will all of a sudden start to cue in because then it becomes, how's the music made? What are you, what are you, the documentation becomes, what are you using, right? What equipment are you using? All of that is part of the brand that you're going to build. What can people find out by following you? Can they find out how you make your music? Can they, can they be part of it? Right. I love the song, Mm -hmm. right? The lyrics. Can they read the lyrics anywhere? Is there a lyric video? And do those lyrics encourage people to take pieces of those lyrics and tweet them out. And then can they buy the t-shirt? So you, how deep are yeah. you going to go? That's what I want to know because I yeah, think you're ready I think for definitely, that. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, I've just from past experiences, uh, I, I think I, I'm, I'm pretty much like at that point too, where like I, I'm ready to do that. And so um, I, I'm happy that, you know, this song is giving me that kind of space to do it. And um, mm-hmm. right now. And so that like, cause uh, you know, these next, you know, a couple projects that have to be really like, like I said, like I have to top this song, but like at the same time, like I am going to just use that, like, and, you know, go full force only because like, I think you're right. I don't have, it's either you're, you kind of just release it and let it do its, let it, you know, do its thing. But um, I think that uh, I definitely, I'm confident in the music. I really am. I don't, I don't feel like, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm really picky as it is, you know? So I think, you know, if this song can do something like that, you know, where it's just at least picking me some kind of like, you know, um, you know, like, uh, you know, motion. Uh, I think that, you know, these next couple of songs I have are even better because I didn't think that was going to do that. So I hope that these next ones can do even more. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I think, I think, you know, I am, I, I'm going to take that, and, you know, and, you know, really roll with it and, and move forward, you know, at like 110, just only because, you know, I think you're right. There's nothing to lose and you, you might as well go all in, you know, yeah. in, in, in the beginning and then, you know, and then just, listen, you know, the, only <laughs> thing, the only thing standing in front of you right now is work. That's it. 
That's, yeah. that's the only thing standing in front of you and this song taking off. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to beat it yeah. till it's, it's you, I hope you beat it until it's in the ground. Because mm-hmm. as you know, there are lots of songs out there, the majority of the good songs that we never stop listening to. So there's never a, yeah. a moment of beating it into the ground. And when you're talking about yeah. billions of people that are into this music right now, you have not even scratched the surface, and you never will, even if you stay up 24 yeah. hours a day getting yeah, no, this right. song yeah. in front of people. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's funny. So, yeah, because like, you're right, you say that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But. So build out a platform that not only entertains the people who are here for the party, but also mm-hmm. that gives all you can to the new people coming in. Give them something to be really excited about. You know, and to be like, yeah. wow, this is so cool. Look at this. Where did this come from? I want to see mm-hmm. what's going on, you know, and then document it yeah. so that they have something to hang on to every day. And I know it's, it's yeah. we're not talking about easy, right? It's not easy to do that. Yeah. It's work. <laughs> yeah, I'm slowly figuring right? that out. Yeah. It is work. <laughs> this is not going to be an easy thing. But if you want yeah. big, that's how you get big. Yeah, no, and, and and definitely like I'm I'm just kind of learning also too because like I I've done the whole music and being an artist I've done shows when I was doing my when I was in my own little rap group but I think what happened was that I just kind of realized that like it was just I wasn't doing both sides it was like all artists but no no promotion no kind of handling things that you know needed to be handled that are on the, behind the scenes you know and and I was doing a little bit of everything but I wasn't doing anything just good you know it was just kind of right yeah doing it but and I think now it's like I want to do this really good if I'm going to do this I want to do it well and so <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I've kind of figured that out you know and so that now you know I'm going to let the beats do their thing because I mean that's just always going to do its thing but um, I, I'm just going to definitely roll with this in this direction right now well I'm excited to see what happens you've got a lot ahead of you and you know I'm glad we're here though because I'm going to be watching yeah, no, and definitely. see what happens you know I'm demanding I know I'm very demanding but I want the best for you and <laughs> you know I'm never going to let you uh, I'm never going to let you miss your chance let's just put it that way I'm never yeah. going to say don't do it when it's ready and, it, and the timing's right and we just have a moment yeah. in time right now where everything is right you know, all the streaming platforms, yeah. all the social pages, they're so accessible. You might not have that. You know, it'll be something different next year. But yeah. you got this moment, so jump on it. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, and then that, that's definitely, you know, how I'm going to just look at it moving forward. And, um, you know, that's why I was even when I, when I, when I came on to this, coming on to the show, for me, it was just like, you know, that's cool to be able to even start doing little things like this, you know, because it's, it's a good way to just kind of get you in the zone too, you know, because you got to be prepped for it mentally to yourself. You know, this is yeah. a whole other industry for me that i mean i was just oh, you, you know do. i'm still learning to meet people <laughs> and you know getting to work with people and you know that's hard for people to do surprisingly you know so this will be you know interesting for me moving forward oh yeah the mental preparation is huge very 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 much so mm. well, good luck and i'm right here i cannot wait to see what's next uh, yeah definitely well yeah we'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch and um hopefully we'll we'll be on again soon Absolutely. Especially with his video. That was, you know, on AVA Live Radio, new song, Thinking. As you see, it's a bossy song, right? I mean, it's really got some legs. And I'm, I'm one of those people where, I mean, if you're going to do this, jump, get in there. Because I know that everybody doesn't see all the paths that I see, right? Because I'm sitting in a position where I'm reviewing artists all day long and talking to artists. I meet 
I, I can't even say how many hundreds of artists I talk to. There's so many hours that I am on Skype with one-to-ones and strategy and strategizing behind the scenes. So I see a lot of different ways, a lot of roads that people are taking and a lot of ways they're doing great things and also ways that they have missed the mark. But when you see that you have your music right, you feel good about it, you are confident in your imagery, you really do have a point of view. What else is stopping you guys from taking that next step? Do you really, really have the passion, the determination, and the work ethic to get it done? Or is music going to be where it is? Is that just going to be the stopping point? Is it really going to be one of those mainstream businesses? Or is looking at the mainstream work ethic something that's overwhelming and something you're going to have to warm yourself into? Or can you just jump in and do it? Because these people that we see out there in the mainstream – they are on all cylinders. There's no, they're taking no prisoners. And you have to get there. So to get there, you're going to have to turn a thousand people into a million people really, really fast. And you're going to have to make an impression on as many of those people as you go along the way that you can in order for them to want to share your music and talk about you. Because the real growth happens in collaboration, but you can't get collaboration with people unless you emotionally affect them. And sometimes just hearing the song once is not enough. You have to really think about how to build out that emotional connection. That's what we're talking about. That's what's happening in the business and what's going on in social media. The influencers are the rise of music. But the lack of influence is the fall of music. Think about that. Be right back after this. We've got Recon coming on the show on AVA Live Radio's Behind the Music with Jacqueline Jacks. Warning Shots is the name of his creation.
talk about warning shots over the bow. Please welcome Recon. Hey, Recon, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good. Excellent. Thanks. We're just rolling along as usual. <laughs> just another day <laughs> in <Awesome>. the war. <laughs> How's things going? What's up? Very good. Things are going very good. But for, first, I wanted to apologize for, for missing my uh, my radio interview last year. I was so busy and I just, I literally lost track of time. <laughs> Uh, so oh, no. I, I just wanted to apologize. <laughs> yeah, but right right uh, now th- things are going great. Things are going great. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, before I start talking about the good things, let, let me talk about uh, how I got here first. Uh, yeah. Last year, my my daughter and me were were homeless. Uh, <clears throat> oh my we, goodness. We were on the street just for a little bit, <clears throat> and uh, but that that really uh, that really that was a turning point. Uh, in my life, like that was the lowest I've ever felt, and it's it's a long story between me and my ex, but uh, she really did a number on me. Um, wow! And that 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 influenced me to uh, to uh, just take this music up like like a thousand degrees. Like there there is no there is no holding me back, <clears throat> and uh, uh, now like I since last year. Um, I've been uh I've been going to school. I graduate uh February two thousand eighteen or two thousand nineteen. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um and since I started at school, like a, a lot of full sale students they think like that you have to get your degree first in order to uh, get a job. And me, mm-hmm. no, I'm like I don't need a degree. I, I I'm not doing it just just because I, I want to I want that degree for an accomplishment of me, but, uh, I'm not waiting for the degree, uh, to say, all right, now you got the degree. Now you can go produce. No, <laughs> I'm going to do it even without the degree yet, but even with or without it, I'm still going to keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. so since, since I started back at school last year, uh, first I started to, uh, to make beats and upload them to SoundCloud and there's nobody buying beats. I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to uh, re rethink my my strategy. <clears throat> uh, since nobody was buying beats, I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna make an EP, make make a, a demonstration like the old school way, like make make an EP, a demo for the record labels, and like physically walk to the label, well not walk, but go to the label with the demo. Go like, here, this is my demonstration of what I can do for you guys if you hire me. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the way I that, that's the way I've always thought uh to do music um like make a demo but nowadays artists they uh they don't uh what am I trying to say they just like make make a beat make a song uh they they get thousands of likes or whatever on Instagram and they think they uh, they think they've accomplished something but really they didn't they just got a lot of likes and uh, it's really right. nuts. Like seeing yeah. <laughs> seeing artists that uh, I talk that about selfishly this all the time. use music and yeah, yeah I get it, it. I get it. it you know, it, it's a lack of education, really. You know, I mean, it's just not knowing any different. And a lot of times, people, it's kind of like you hear a lot of social media marketers that teach these courses, um, criticizing people who say that at 
you know, 17, they're going to be a life coach or they're going to be, you know, at 17, I'm going to teach you how to market this. Yet they haven't even established that for themselves, right? So you've got a lot of people that by filling in a bio, they think they've qualified themselves. And nobody has really come along and said, that's not the way it is. And, and it's a lack of education, see, a lack of exposure, a lack of education. And it does drive you nuts because you're like, why are you doing this? But it's one of those things where you're dealing with millions, billions of people in the world. There's going to be a lot of people out there that aren't going to do it right. But knowing the difference is what already puts you in a top percentile of being able to do it right and being able to do something with what you have. So... I've always been of the mind, if they could, they'd be doing it. But the fact that they're not makes more room for us because we know the difference. And if they don't want to cue into that and get educated on it, fine. You know what I mean? You can't make people, but you can change it for yourself. You see what I mean? Right, right. And, like, uh, I give I give for the um, – well, first, I, I tell it how it is. I, I don't sugarcoat anything um, yeah. on Instagram. Uh, and that, <laughs> that's just like the military. I mean, like the military, they're they're just straight out like, yeah, they're just straight out like that. <laughs> uh, maybe a lot of a lot of the hip hop producers aren't used to having like a military producer just straight out tell it how it is. Uh, but I, I do give. I like that though. I do give I like artists, the uh, black and whiteness of of being, you know, just honest. You know, these gray areas that people walk through all the time, I'm so tired of them. <laughs> I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather just know what I'm dealing with, you know, and, and fight that fight and, and get that battle to happen and make sure that you can, you know, you know what side of the road you're going to be on. Then just walk this gray area continually and waste all this time because people just don't tell you what they need. You know what I mean? Yep, and if if people don't know what they need to hear, then they don't know that a problem exists. So how how, mm-hmm. how are they going to fix their music if if they don't even know about the problem? And so there's, there's a lot of problems. It's not just on the lyrics. There's one one big problem is a lot of fans are groupies saying like, "Oh yeah, your music your music is awesome," but to the trained ear, you can you can hear automatically the vocals are mixed. It's like, dude, <laughs> now you think you're a star because. You have all your little groupie fans saying, "Oh, you're gonna make it, you're gonna make it." Now you get it in your head that you made it, but you haven't accomplished anything. <laughs> it kind of and, sounds uh, like you're talking about like a specific person. Are you? Do you have a, somebody in mind that you're talking about, or is this just been like a conversation you had over and over again with people who have used your work? No, th- th- this is a uh, th- this is for a lot of people, like a lot of artists. A lot, yeah. but like one one yeah. artist in general that that really uh, got to my skin. He he's an 808 Mafia. Have you heard of 808 Mafia? No, I haven't. Not yet. Um, they're they're <laughs> real. They're they're like the number one. <laughs> they're like the number one go to uh, producers for uh, uh, the hip hop world right now. They they have platinum records after platinum records. All right, they're they're. they're so what the would they be tied from, to that he, I would know? Tell me which what like what. What artists they would be tied to? Uh, Migos, Future. Okay. Um, uh, there, there's more too. I, I can't, I can't think off the top of my head. But uh, his name is Famous, and 
Um, mm-hmm. he, he's famous. Well, his name is famous, and he's from 808 Mafia. And uh, okay. I, I checked out one of his songs. And when when the song played, the first thing I heard was was his producer tag. He said, "You ain't famous, like real cocky." <laughs> and uh, then I listened. I listened to his beat. I'm like, dude, that's garbage. I'm like, how are you gonna be like saying like, oh, you ain't famous, but you still sound terrible, like. And then that got me thinking. I'm like, you don't have to be famous to sound good. Like, I'm not famous at all, and I will never claim <laughs> to be famous because I know how small Earth is, and mm-hmm. this galaxy that we're in, this galaxy that we're living in, we're tiny. <laughs> I will never yeah. be famous. But uh, then like it. <clears throat> A, a lot of people think like you have to be famous to sound good, and you don't. Uh, a lot of you know producers, it's they. A, it's like I think you're right. You're you're definitely tapping on an area that um, a lot of people, a lot of people talk about, and the reason why is because not all musicians think that it's important to have mainstream fame in order to create good music and keep their lives the way that they are, and. And it, it certainly isn't, you know, it certainly is a burden when you pursue massive influence and you pursue all these social media fans. And it's a burden because you have to keep up with it or people will turn on you. <laughs> That's just the way it is. You know yep. what I mean? And it, you're, you're yep. then putting yourself through the court of public opinion. So it's not all it's cracked up to be. And you're always going to be um, fielding a lot of hate, a lot of opinion, a lot of everything, and a lot of comparison, which most artists don't really love. So I get that totally. And, you know, you do have to be careful what you wish for, right? But what is, yeah. what, what do you think is the line at which we have to cross? Because not everybody is going to be able to put in and maintain the kind of work ethic to get that big to have to field all of that nonsense. You know what I mean? Because it's an awful lot of work. Right. You don't, let's just face it. One song is not going to take anybody there. It's a, it's a build of influence. It's a build of motion and movement. One song might be the catalyst of it, but it, it's a lot of other things going on behind the scenes before that song gets recognized to be the catalyst of it. See? So, like, we have a lot of people that make great music, but not a lot of people that can put in or want to put in the type of time and energy it takes to make all those contacts and connections and that universe grow in the way that you're seeing it happen for the very few at the top. Yeah. It, it, it takes a lot of time, like be behind it the does. music. When I'm not doing music, I'm either uh, with my girls or playing PlayStation or networking. It is a lot of work. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of aspiring artists, they they write a quick rap song, stick a microphone in their face, upload it to SoundCloud, and boom. Now all of a sudden they're an overnight sensation. But yet, like, they're rapping about, like, a fake lifestyle. Like, this rapper here in El Paso, he's like, I make 10 racks a show. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you can't even pay to get your vocals right. Like, if you're going to put on for a city, don't be lying. <laughs> be truthful. Like, El Paso is not There is a lot of hype. It, there is definitely a lot of hype in the business. Absolutely. And, you know, it's the entertainment business. I mean, recon, you know, look, you're going to get, you're going to get it and see a lot of that. But if you look at the amount of people that are on SoundCloud and the amount of people that have a certain number of hits, it's really small compared to the big picture of things. 
And audiences aren't as blind as you think. Audiences have become, especially Generation Z, have become very savvy in what they're going to connect with and follow and appreciate and understand and trust. They are not people that you can really mess with because long term, you might see maybe somebody can buy lessons, maybe somebody can make things appear like they're better than they are, but that always shows its colors because cream will always rise to the top. So you don't have to worry about that. You can put that aside. You just have to worry about doing you. But what I want to know is why you were fighting for the U.S. and you ended up homeless with your child. How did that happen? Because it okay. floors me that you would be in the service and that that is something that can actually happen, that you're not being looked after or there's no place to be cared, cared about. You know what I mean? Like what, what's wrong with that process? Okay, with, with, uh, with, with the homelessness, with, with veterans, that, that is real. It is real. I never thought it would be real for me, but I found right. out last year it is real. Okay, oh my uh, with, with my ex, uh, I, I married her. She, she was a, a illegal immigrant, and uh, I, I, did, I, I really did marry her uh, because I loved her. And at one point, she, she did love me too. <clears throat> um, I'm not going to sure. lie about that. Uh, no. But then... Uh, then like I, uh, I found out she she was talking to other guys and um, uh, for that reason I, I snapped I I, I, I literally went drill sergeant called it every name in the book and oh I got God. tired of uh yeah I, I I got tired of like the military me so I went and got help I went and got help uh, I actually went hospitalized uh, at a psych ward for two weeks and uh, oh my God and when I got out of the hospital uh, when I got out of the hospital I. I went to uh, therapy, and therapy taught me human behavior. Like they, they taught me manipulation and all kinds of stuff. And me, I I love to learn. So like it, it it wasn't therapy for me. It was like psychology class. And when I found out that ninety uh, percent of the material that we were being taught was ninety percent of the stuff me and my daughter were going through uh, yeah. from my ex and her mom, I was like, oh hell no. And but I, I kept lying to myself because. My my friends kept saying, "Dude, she's just using you. She just wants you for your military benefits, dude. Fucking, it's like leave." And uh, I'm like, "No, no, no. She she wouldn't do that. She wouldn't do that." And I I would give her everything, like when when rent was due, I, I would give her uh, uh, whatever she needed. I, I would literally go pawn my phone, like whatever I needed to do to take to take care of her. I would have, mm-hmm. or I did, and uh, I got used up. For literally everything I had, everything, and uh, then it got to the point like once I learned from therapy, like I was just being used. Uh, we had to go, and I I knew like, well, all my military buddies here in El Paso, they they all left. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I don't I don't really know that much people here in El Paso anymore. Mm-hmm. So when when we left, I mean I I could have reached out to one of my friends and, and got help, but. I just did it on my own. <clears throat> um, but when I made that decision to leave my ex's house, I knew that me and my daughter were going to have to start over from scratch, get a new place, get a new uh, furniture, everything. Uh, and uh, we we ended up staying at the well, – when, when we were out on the street, we, we were just waiting for a taxi cab to take us to uh, Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we uh, we went to the Salvation Army for a little bit, and um, my pastor from church, um, he found out about it, and uh, he actually let us stay at his house for uh, about two weeks until I got paid again, um, and then I got uh, I got the apartment where I'm at now. Uh, but like, I I I literally gave gave my ex everything, and I, I'm still married to her, and I have to learn how to forgive, but. Right now, like she she cannot get an ID card or anything without uh um without me. And her and her mom, they were literally laughing at us while we were on the street. And uh mm-hmm. that it, to this day, to this day I still have so much anger like, pain inside of me. And I think mm-hmm. you can hear it in my music. Uh mm-hmm. that that pain and that, that fire that my ex sparked. Like that's that's the reason why my music sounds the way it does. Recon, you need time. Give yourself a lot of time. This is you know, when people talk about forgiveness, it is really, really important to forgive just because the anger is going to exhaust you and it's gonna make you feel very, very worn out and it's gonna affect all aspects of your life, from your health to your relationships with other people. That's why they want, they promote forgiveness. But it doesn't mean, forgiveness doesn't mean in this circumstance that you have to forget what happened. It just means that you have to forgive the fact that you made mistakes and this person has made mistakes. And now at this point, their life is, is actually something to feel sorry for because the mistakes that this woman has made and her mother's made, they have to live with those, you know? And whether you think that they're, they're living with them, you know, and, and being fine with it, they're not because every, every anger action, it eats you inside. It, It becomes part of you. It becomes part of your character. So you move forward and you give yourself time because when you do that, you now were, as soon as you can get a lot of time in between when this happened and your future, you will eventually see that what you walk towards is something that you know now that you want because you went through this. And she showed you that. She kind of gave you a gift of this is what I don't want. I will never let this happen again. This is what I'm walking exactly. on to and you're not part of it. But you have to give yourself time to settle down and not feel so angry. And I can tell you, I've been there. It's not easy. This is no easy task to just be you and get really great at being you. You see what I yep. mean? Right now you're going to stay angry. Yeah. It's it's not going to go away, but find other ways to, to channel it and just try to remember that you should be thankful for seeing it. You should be thankful for not staying in that bad place. Your your motion to leave is at this point not something you should feel like she forced on you. Say thank you because that black and white is way better than gray. The gray area that I talked about earlier is that place where yep. you're like, did I make the right decision? You never want to be in that place. You never want to be in the place of could it have been different if I would have done this. You're in a good place because you know it wouldn't be different and you know walking away is towards your future. Blessings for having that feeling because the other feeling is the trap and the one that really causes 
so much more damage than what you've got to deal with right now. You see what I mean? Yes, I do. And uh, now, now, now that you you say that, uh, it, it is a blessing. Like I actually am thankful that uh, I had to experience that because that that was the lowest I have ever felt. felt. I was the shadiest mm-hmm. person I've ever been with. And I, I've never, I've mm-hmm. never known a family could ever be that shady. I never, I never people are knew capable. That they existed. I know, uh, I know. People are, you listen, people in relationships, they're capable of things that are out of character and things that, you know, maybe it's in character. Maybe it's just something that, you know, that their, their method of survival comes to that point. And that's when you have to, it's good that you made the decision to walk away. It's good that you were brave like that. You already went through the worst, right? I mean, it's, it's going to get better from here on out because you made the difference. You made oh, the it change. is. It's like, it you know, like, it's like right, being right abused now. and staying in it. It's, you know, a lot of people stay in it because it's easier, they feel like, to stay than it is to take that first night out. The first night where you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to make this happen in 24 hours. What am I going to do? That's the tough one, tough moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you hear, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure when, when this uh, when this thing is going to get released, but uh, I, I have... Um, and I'm not lying when I say this. I, I have the next number one hit song that's gonna knock mm-hmm. Drake off of the Billboard charts. Um, me and uh, Jay Ritchie were, uh, yeah, we're we're collabing on this song together. And I, I've invested twelve hundred dollars so far just in this one song. Uh, but th- this one song is gonna get my goal of a platinum plaque. Or earlier last year, I said my goal is to get a platinum plaque, and uh, this is gonna this is gonna uh, be the one that gets it. And uh, my my ex and everyone who's ever done me dirty, they're they're just gonna see like, oh wow, like he's not dumb. Like a lot of people thought it was dumb. They just take my kindness for weakness. But I'm not dumb and I'm not smart either. <laughs> so they're they're You're gonna they're they're gonna hear my song on the radio. They're they're gonna hear it and they're like, oh wow, like we made a mistake. <laughs> I promise you that if you let time get in involved here you will get to a place where you don't feel like this is such so personal you know what i mean you'll get to a place where the forgiveness will come where you'll be like you know what i feel sorry for that person because they felt like that's what they needed to do to survive and this is what i'm doing now and i'm on to better things so you need to get to that place but it's going to take a little time to do it i'm so glad we got to have this conversation though and i'm looking forward to your next song Really am. So it'll be fun to see you and, and Jay Ritchie doing something together. And just just remember that it's this is our journey. This is your journey to walk. And you have this time. You'll never get this back. So try to focus on the good things about it. And try not to focus on what other people have burned and done to you. Because if you spend too much time there, it's going to get in the way of what you can accomplish for yourself and the person that you want to be. Don't let people do that to you. That's the control that they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have the ability to affect you that way. All right, Recon? Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank, thank you for having me on your show. I, I really You're appreciate welcome, it. You guys rock. Nice to have you here. That was Recon. You got to take that power, guys. You know, remember, we're, we're, we, are, we forget from day to day. I forget how much power I have over my choices. 
And it's really easy to be affected by everything people say, do, their nonsense, you know, what it is that's going on in their world and, and, uh, and how they react to you and how they treat you. And unfortunately, we cannot control how other people treat us. That's the forgiveness part, though, right? Forgive them, Lord. They know not what they do. Maybe they don't, and hopefully they don't. Because if they, if they knew that that was going to come back to them, like the universe always spins it, and it always brings it right back, but it brings it back four times as much, then they would think twice about stepping on anyone or you know, stepping over anyone. I'm a big, big fan of the universe and the way it just brings good things to good energy. So I think the number one lesson here is to make sure that you are the generator and manufacturer of as much good energy despite what anybody does to your day. Remember every moment you have five seconds of that initial contact to change things. Your mind takes five seconds to react to anything that happens, good or bad. If you find a way to block that negative reaction in those first five seconds, you will be okay and you will now be part of the larger percentage of individuals who are able to control their own destiny. And I truly mean that. I want that for you guys. Read up about it. Look at it. Look into it. It's so true. It's happening. It's the first five seconds of reaction that controls your whole world every single day. This is Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for being a part of it. And I will see you again tomorrow. Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, this Music. is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jacks, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live this Radio. This is Chris Bishop, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this radio. is Naomi Thumb, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue, and we love AVA Live Radio. Oh, 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 oh.